<sighs> I'm so sorry I didn't finish Reach. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, th- I don't know. It's not okay. No, it's not okay. The game it's came be- out 10 years ago. Even it's, uh, it's because of Elden Ring. Because I played... I, uh, you, you, you're I sacrificing Halo Reach, one of the best games ever. For a time-limited demo to one of my most anticipated games of all time, yeah. Which is also just Dark Souls again. Okay, let's start. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this. <laughs> Good to assume. Maybe. Okay. If you want to. Yeah, yeah, I can do the song. I can do the song. Is this? I'm just trying to make a cold opener. That's what I'm trying to oh, do. Oh, we, we, we all put cold enough. It is bloody cold at the moment. I don't think that that's the definition of a cold opener, is it? Hey, hey, it's the early game podcast. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I had cough. Okay, this is a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) G'day, ladies and gentlemen. This is the early game podcast, episode 14. Do you know what that means, Faris? No. Episode 14, 14. Fortnite. No. Fort- yes. If we were if we were <laughs> if we were recording one episode every day for the last two weeks, we would have been recording for two well, two weeks, a fortnight. Not to be mistaken from the awful Epic Games game, Fortnite, which is just full of weebs. It's not that bad. Yeah. I don't even know <laughs> what weeb means, to be honest. But Faris, what is it about this episode that's a little bit more special than the other episodes? Well, it's it's us two again. The, it's the, us two again. The yeah. Chaos Brothers. John is out on assignment. Very busy boy. Very busy boy. So it's us two again. Once once more. But Evan, I'm looking forward to it. I miss John as usual. Yeah, I kind of miss his like awkward Britishness. He's just, you know, like, oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm really bad at a British accent, so I'm just going to pretend oh, that he's an Aussie for my, once. My girlfriend listens to his part, so I'm not going to do a British oh, accent. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> she'll, she'll hate me. She, it's, I, I, do, I do miss his, oh, I don't really want to talk about this. I'd rather have a cup of tea, mate, you know? Yeah, as we know, John. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's always having cups of tea. Uh, as, as one should have. Yeah. Well, It's actually not true. I don't think he ever drinks tea. I've never seen him drink tea. I have, I think. Really? Yeah, when we run out of coffee. <laughs> but he probably does it in that really fucked British way where they, like, just leave the tea bag in, they put, like, shitloads of milk and oh, yeah. sugar in it, and oh, then yeah. it just tastes like this sweet, disgusting... Mm. It's like drinking a cake. Ugh. It's horrible. <laughs> it's awesome. Horrible. Especially when they do it to chamomile. It's especially... No, you don't... You just do it to black tea. Black, yeah, black tea. Black tea, it's, it's, it's acceptable. Yeah. With black tea, but it's not acceptable with chamomile. I pulled up a definition of weep on my favorite website, urbandictionary.com. Okay. Uh, Second favorite, of course, after earlygame.com. A weep is a person who is interested in anime and Japanese culture. There's an important difference between a weep and a weeaboo. The latter is a person who denounced their own culture, believe they are, want to become Japanese. They have a waifu or body pillow (laughs) of some sort and watch hentai. Weeps are normal people like anime may have some merch. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Well, yes and no. I mean, for starters, they need to learn how to use full stops. Yeah, and also um, there's, a, there's a pretty bad typo. In yeah. Here. That's supposed to be no. That, that's pretty... I think it's like an open source website. Like, yeah, it's that's like, true. It's like, it's like Wikipedia, Wikipedia, but without any... 
So basically what you're saying here, Faris, is that my definite me calling Fortnite players weebs is not only offensive, but just completely wrong? Um, it's not as offensive as if you would have called them weeaboos, but okay. it, is, it is wrong. All right. There's not that much. Well, Naruto just joined or is about to join or something. So I, I don't know what that is. Uh, I've heard of it. But let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Well, Ferris. Yes. Guess what I've been playing. I think you've been playing Call of Duty Vanguard. Sadly, I have. And I think I yes. saw you play some of them. Um, in our previous episode, we obviously like reviewed kind of the game. Um, you got to understand that when we recorded that first episode, the game had been about uh, been out for like I don't think even twenty four hours. It was launch um, day, yeah. It was launch day that we recorded the last episode. Um, so, yeah, my, my opinion has changed rather dramatically. I wrote a review. You should check it out on, on our website, earlygame.com. I wrote a review of the campaign and Faris. This campaign is the single worst Call of Duty campaign I think I have ever played. It is atrocious. The only thing, Faris, the only thing that makes this campaign perhaps, and I haven't been convinced that this is true, but perhaps it is a little bit better than the campaign for World War II. And the only little thing that I would say puts it, a, maybe, I don't, I don't even know if it does, but maybe it puts it a little bit higher than that campaign would be the fact that it doesn't have an incredibly insensitive and just awkward section where you're liberating a concentration camp. Oh, gosh. I didn't know they did that. It was disgusting, Ferris. Uh, I bet Call of Duty doesn't like no. do that in a no. I mean, they're way. trying to make it all dramatic, but it, it's you know, it's like it's it's like if Michael Bay wrote you know Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. It's it's pretty bad. Uh, have you played the uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order? Because they have a concentration camp level. I haven't. I haven't played that. No. And it is. It is uh, definitely controversial. But I think they do a pretty interesting thing, at least, where it's incredibly dire and bleak. Yeah. In the beginning, and maybe to a degree where it's um, a bit questionable. Mm. But then it goes completely mad. Then it does kind of the Michael Bay thing, but like to such a degree where it's like, okay, I'm kind of. So so it's kind, kind of, of like it's it's not Michael Bay. It's more like. You know Tarantino, you know. Yeah, it's more it, because you 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 steal a Mac and completely destroy the the concentration camp. Okay. Basically. Okay. Uh, which is very wild. Yeah. Um, and I assume Call of Duty doesn't do no. neither of those things. No. That it's just uncomfortable yeah. and inappropriate, in my opinion. I, I but have some questions about the um, Vanguard. Vanguard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or do you want to? I, I was that? just gonna say that they um, they advertised this entire game on the basis of these like super interesting grounded characters. Yeah. And the first thing I want to say is the fact that they they've been using this uh, boots on the ground experience. Yeah. Did you know, Faris? This was the same slogan they used for World War Two. Yes. Um, uh, was it World War Two? Yeah, because it came out after Advanced Warfare, mm. where. Um, you could jetpack around. It was futury. Yeah. Um, y- you were you were like modded people, things like that. Exactly. And, and people hated that in the same way that people hate every Call of Duty. Where sure, it's like people. Some people whining on Twitter, and then it's like uh, the second best selling game in uh, the the West. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I remember them 
doing that, and it was really embarrassing back then. Yeah, yeah. And it's it kind of is embarrassing now. <laughs> I, I I don't know. The the thing about this game is that at least in the campaign. Um, there, there are a couple of things about this game. A, I'm not even going to talk about zombies because it basically just yeah. isn't in the game. I mean, you, you call that a zombies mode. Like, I think it's absolutely atrocious that some gaming outlets have given yeah. the zombies mode like these like really stunning reviews. It's absolutely disgraceful because it's, it's fucking yeah. awful. It's if, terrible. If, if you want to know more about it, listen to our previous episode where we go more in detail on that and yeah, also and check out our coverage. Yeah, absolutely. And we even have like a first impressions video where we actually play through most of the zombies in yeah. like 15 minutes. Yes, most of the zombies in 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's, yeah, and we talk about it and it's, it's really not good. But the but then there's the, the multiplayer, which is just basically a, uh, just it's just glorified grinding for Warzone. That you have to pay seventy bucks for, it's mm. disgusting. I mean, I, honestly, like I, I, I have. There were things that I do enjoy about it. I think they have very good selection of maps. Um, the multiplayer seems pretty solid. The, the it, it is very solid, but it's also bare bones as fuck. Other than the collection of maps, it is super bare bones. There are barely any game modes. Patrol is just. <sighs> It's just, you're just moving around in a circle. There's nothing to do. There's nothing interesting. Like, at least World War II had that tanks mode and stuff like that. Where, yeah. You know, the, like... The war they, mode, I think, that John talked about last Exactly. Yeah. And, like, there were things that were, like, good about that and bad about that. And that's all very mixed. But what you can say about that is they were trying to do something that was slightly different. No, these are the basic Call of Duty modes plus patrol um, on some albeit quite good maps with your standard cod weapons yes you have 10 different attachment slots for each weapon that's a new thing you can check out a full opinion of that in the previous episode of the early game podcast um but the main thing i want to say is that this combat pacing thing is not that good and the campaign is there, there is no focus on on characters in this campaign they, they try to do it, but the first thing is the whole thing lasts about three and a half to four hours. So it's very short. And it's just full of annoying, bullshit characters that are not well-developed. And I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in playing another Call of Duty campaign with those characters. And it ends, I'm not going to spoil the ending, though it doesn't really matter if I spoil it because it's the most cliche and obvious ending that you're going to well, get we, to this. We could, we could give a spoiler warning here. And uh, maybe put uh, like time codes in the description if you want to skip this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'll 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 do that in the edit. Okay, so that's um, about eleven minutes and thirty or something. Yeah, starting. and you can talk about the ending of the campaign because I will never play it. <laughs> okay, the campaign end. Uh, sorry, spoiler warning. Kaching, kaching. The the campaign ends basically where you would hope that the campaign would begin which is that they finally get through all of these irritating fucking missions where you're just, like, exploring the backstories, except they're the most paper-thin, cookie-cutter characters you could ever imagine. I mean, like, people always talk about Polina and how Polina is, like, this really good character. No, she's your classic Russian character. She's very serious. She wants to kill people. She has stupid fucking one-liners throughout the entire game. Um, And... It's just none of these characters are likable, and the game ends with you basically breaking out of this prison. Yeah. You do a couple of horrendous things to people. 
like horrendous. But Nazis, right? Yes, they are Nazis, but also, you know, like this this guy surrenders and you shoot him in the face. Even though yeah. you, he surrenders and says that he'll give you all of the information that you want, and so you shoot him in the face. And then the next guy, you don't just shoot him in the face. He also surrenders and says that he'll talk. You pour gasoline over him and you light him on mm. fire. Yeah. That's, These are the characters that we're supposed to be behind, getting behind. Yeah, I think that's always complicated with like when your enemies are Nazis. Yeah. But it's like that's a that's a very complicated discussion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but okay to do. yeah, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't get into a conversation about the death penalty here. But wouldn't it be nicer if they could rot in prison for the rest of their lives, just have a miserable existence for the next maybe, fifty yeah, years? Probably. But anyway. Yeah. Um, no, it's just really poorly thought out. It's it's not good. Um, it it's uncomfortable, and it has the most obnoxious, annoying Australian character I've ever he is ever awful. seen. He in is a game. so annoying. It's unbelievable, and it's not even funny. It's just terrible. You know him going, on, "Oh, I'd bloody fucking love to have a fucking lamington after this, mate." And it's like, "Oh, great. Okay, we all talk like that, do we?" Um, we're all yes. from fucking Northern Territory, you know, hanging out with the Crocs, mate, you know. <laughs> and, and oh, you know, I, I like to go surfing, you know, battle myself some sharks to bring an AK-47, a bang, bang, boom, boom. That shark ain't going to fucking get anywhere near me, mate. So what you happens know? at the end, then? They I just told you. Prison? They get out of the prison and they light a guy on fire and that's the end. Oh, that's it. That's it, Farris. That's it. And then That's so weird. the most obnoxious they, thing they, they about the whole like thing. They don't do like one last big thing. They have that. they they get into the plane to take off from this from from where they've been held captive in Berlin. And they're on this Nazi plane looking around. By the way, by the way, if I was them, this uh, is the destruction of Berlin. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, this this city is being shelled, it's being invaded by the Russians, you know, the Americans aren't far off either. And um, I don't think it's really a very good idea to get into a German plane at this point and, yeah. and, and, and fly out of the city. That just sounds like a really bad idea, in my opinion. But anyway, it ends with this section where it's clearly just the most shameless, shameless teaser for the next game, where they're standing in the plane and they're unlocking these like boxes that were piled up inside the airplane. Like, what's in here? Oh, it's Nazi gold. What? <laughs> oh, it's something about zombies. What? Oh, it's, you know... Weird. Insert other, you know, Nazi, you know, yeah. thing from pop culture, you know. Oh, there are going to be Nazi zombies. Oh, Nazi the, gold. Oh, you know... The, what's it called in English? The thing from Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the arc. D- yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they do that, but they basically do that. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and then it ends. Oh, that really doesn't sound very good. <laughs> yeah, and that's all obviously just a lead up to get you to play the zombies, which is shit, and then play the um, multiplayer, which is basically just level grinding for Warzone. Yeah. But I, I could see myself. Um, m- um, at another time, maybe getting into the multiplayer because, it, like we talked about last time, it's very much like modern warfare, just with old guns 
and um, that's true. It's more brown. Like it plays really well. It, it feels really yeah. nice, and I, I do like the the weapons. And um, other than the shotguns, but you have a funny story about the shotguns. <laughs> yeah, we told it last time. Um, yeah, no, I, I I've gone on for. 14 minutes now about Vanguard, and I think that we can move on. What have you been yeah, playing, so Just to cap off your... First of all, spoilers are done. Woohoo! Yahoo! Oh, copyright. Um, so I think you can do that. I think you can make the sound. Okay. But I can't, like, edit it in. <laughs> uh, so to kind of... Um, Summarize your your feelings are kind of so you didn't like the campaign you don't like the zombies no multiplayer no. is okay multiplayer so kind is of fine. a bit more negative than yeah maybe not first impressions there are so many things that annoy me about this game at this point like I I mean like I was really positive about it but then I realized like after playing maybe five hours okay I'm I I want to play something else now I went back to playing Far Cry Six because I'm like this is shit house I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a bit of a shame. I mean, we, we won't really get uh, or not a shame, but it's 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 definitely it's bad for them, I think, because this wasn't a very successful release. No, at least I saw I saw a story that um, about the uh, sales in the UK, which mm. is a pretty big. Uh, it's 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 not comparable to the US, which is like the biggest uh, Call of Duty market, but they were like down by forty percent yeah. in comparison to. Black Ops Cold War. And Black Ops Cold War didn't sell well either. Um, so that is potentially a pretty bad sign for that series. Um, that's on a decline. Yeah. But and this wasn't like... It could be a good news for the, the gaming industry, though. It, maybe. Because it's kind of like, let's move on from Call of Duty, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. But what have you been playing, Ferris? Oh, I've been playing you've got so much. actually... Good so, to talk about, perhaps. Be- before I talk about a sensational video game, I'm going to talk about another sensational video game, which is okay. just briefly, I need to talk about Forza Horizon 5, yep. which came out last week, I think on Tuesday, and I played it for around uh, d- uh, 10, 12, 15 hours. I haven't yep. checked in a while. How's Mexico? It's beautiful. It's very friendly. Everyone loves me in this game. Yeah. It's so funny. So the beginning of the game... So if you don't know Forza Horizon, it's an arcade racer... Uh, you basically invade the country with your car friends. Uh, everyone's on drugs, uh, at least that's how it feels. And everyone's having like a huge EDM festival all over the country. And you do, you drive around with your cars. There's like 580 of them. That's not an exaggerated number. And it's just a ton of fun. Like it's such a blast. I've I don't remember the last time I played a game. That's so like concerned with me having just a great time. Mm. Like, it's so good about uh, just giving you so much fun stuff to do, having, like, a really stupid and mindless but very fun attitude and, like, general level of entertainment in there. And it looks gorgeous. It plays really well. It's It has a lot of currencies and meters that go up all the time, which yeah. my dumb lizard brain loves. Of course. It's like, oh, yes, another level unlock. <laughs> And also, this is so perverse. Every time you, because you have a leveling up system, you sure. get XP, and every time you level up, what you get is like a wheel spin. You spin like a wheel, and then you get a random car, really? or emote, or money. Okay. Uh, so it's just completely like Bonkers. instant gratification yeah. all around, and it's so much fun. 
I love that game. Just wanted to let you guys know. Highly recommend. It's on Game Pass, whereas I'm playing it. Uh, runs really well on PC. P- really good PC version. And yeah, I love Mexico. Yeah. Um, it I, sounds really good. Yeah. I mean, like this is something I've never played a Forza Horizon game, but it's one of the it's one of those series where I've looked at it and I'm like, I'm not a car guy. Cars are kind of like guns for me. It's like okay, with with guns, it's like okay, boom boom, chack chack, throw a grenade. Okay, um, with cars, it's always been kind of like vroom vroom. I have a tiny penis, um, but. Forza Horizon, for some reason, has always made me go, hmm, maybe I should drive around the UK and fucking do this, you know? Like, it, it actually looks good. Like, it looks yeah, fun. I, I can't really explain it to you because I'm in the same boat. I, I don't care about cars. Mm. Uh, I care about these cars, though. Yeah. At least, like, they struck a good balance between doing the Forza thing where it's like, oh, look at these beautiful cars. We love these cars. I love my Pontiac. Yeah. Isn't it so beautiful? Can I f*** this car? I have a tiny penis. And then it's like, yeah, but also it doesn't really matter because you're just driving all the time and you're doing fun stuff and you're you don't have any fun. You, you don't have time to fuck anyway. And also it's, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> there's always another race. And there's it's always like, the exhaust pipe if you're really desperate. And also because uh, they're, because <laughs> um, it's like an open world game and yeah. it's kind of like an, like uh, one of those modern fake MMOs, like Destiny or something. Uh, like, it, honestly, the game kind of feels like GTA Online. <laughs> oh, really? You have this huge map, tons of stuff to do. If you open the map, it's just full of icons. Might as well be an U- Ubisoft game. Yeah. But like Assassin's Creed, I'm talking Assassin's Creed Unity, where it's like uh, icon density of three per square meter. <laughs> and then... But there's also players you get like instance into service with. I think up to sixteen players who also just are driving around the world doing stuff. Yeah. So and you you, you can you can't crush into each other, which is good. Uh, but you can interact. You can like do impromptu races. You can invite people to events and things like that. So it has this really open nature, which is really fun and like it's super fast pace. Yeah. Like I do I do a circuit race, and then uh, it all it, it it's done quickly in like five minutes, and then. I get spit out at some place and it's like, oh, there's a board I can smash for uh, XP or there's a there's a speed trap. I love those because it's just about being as fast as possible. Yeah. And I, I love being fast in this game. But then also I do kind of appreciate because you have so many cars and you have so many beautiful ones. They're like, okay, that is a cool car. Like an a, Aston Martin cabrio or something. I have yeah. a question. Can you run out of fuel? Oh, no. Okay, so you can't there's, like you there's, can't like end up like running out of fuel on a mountaintop, and then you have to like get out of the car and like no, push it down the you mountain. Ca- you, that that is uh, th- uh, that is what they're doing in the next Forza. No, <laughs> that's what they would do in the Driver. If you remember those games. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, you can't get out of the car. There's literally nothing in this game that impedes your fun in any way. You can even like you have like you can play this like a simulation. Uh, you can. Um, you have tons of accessibility options, so you can change how the cars behave. And you can put it on simulation mode and make it more difficult. But mm. um, I don't want that because <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I I just want to win these races. Yeah. And also, you have a rewind function, so if you like miss a corner or something, you can just rewind and do it again. Oh, fantastic! Which is an in-game safe scumming, which I absolutely love. Yeah. So amazing game, tons of fun. I played. I sh- uh, that's what I mostly did this weekend. But you know what else I did this weekend, Evan? I played a very you special game. You played Dark Souls Open World. Yes. Boring. Uh, f- fuck off. 
uh, <laughs> or as it's called, Elden Ring. I did play Elden Ring. This game does look very pretty. Yeah, I, I'm showing Evan some um, gameplay that they released, I think, last week or two weeks ago. I like those creatures. They're so cool. Uh, <laughs> That's really bad for an audio medium, but yeah. So um, this weekend, there was a Elden Ring network test. Uh, uh, you could play the game in three-hour chunks at specific times. Some of them very strange. I think there was one at like 5 a.m. or something. Um, and I played it for around four hours or so, and I absolutely loved it. And I'm incredibly excited for this game. Like, I'm incredibly excited, Evan. Yeah. Because like you jokingly said there, yes, it is quite similar to Dark Souls, but they they do a lot of stuff to kind of take that framework from those games um, and uh, refine it and expand upon it because it is generally a very cool, big, open world that you can explore and you can, unlike Dark Souls, which is a very linear game and you have very limited mobility, here you have uh, tons of mobility. You're on a horse, um, you can jump, which is exciting. And you even have stealth elements, like you can mm. you can uh, crouch and sneak around. And uh, I told you about this, but they do a thing where, because it's an open world, they have kind of f- Far Cry-esque um, camps, enemy camps in the yeah. game as well, which obviously like are not quite as, uh, there's no checklist or anything. It's more closer to Breath of the Wild, where it's this big world. You also have a map which oh, doesn't really show you much. That, I know. Ferris. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, come on. You're 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 you're, you're like decreasing. I feel my like interest. I was so close to selling you, and then I said Breath of the yeah, Wild. Yeah, and you said Breath <laughs> of the Wild, and I'm like, okay. I mean, so it is going to be the most boring game ever. No, <laughs> I actually think in the four hours I played, there was such a high density of cool shit that happened. Mm. Like the stuff uh, you saw in the game gameplay trailer. There's a um, Two giants um, dragging a cart, a huge uh, like wagon. Yeah. And um, they just walk around the world. They have like a set path, and you can like intercept them and, and loot the wagon. But at night, for example, also because the game has a day-night cycle. Okay. So That's every nice. every time of the day, other things happen. So there's like, for example, I found in the morning a camp under a bridge. Mm. Uh, just randomly found it. I came back there at night and there was a merchant there. Yeah. Who was just not there in the morning. He's like, ah, oh, I was out. I'm a, I'm a nomad. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And, like that kind of thing. And, and yeah, like with those giants, for example, at um, they cross a bridge and at night there's a there's a very, very tough black knight on that bridge. Yeah. Like a like a extra mini boss almost. And I found shit like that all the time. There's so much going on, actually. Yeah. But it also feels kind of like Shadow of the um, Colossus. Oh, now you're selling me. Yes. Now you're selling me. Because you're on this magical horse. Okay. And the world feels empty and like like it's decaying. Um, But it's every five minutes you'll find a camp, find some special enemy, find an NPC or a cave you can explore. Mm. Or... um, Tons of other stuff, and that was incredibly exciting to me. Having having something like that, like a really interesting open world, which I immediately wanted to explore mm. um, all corners of, with basically gameplay that's a cross between Dark Souls and Sekiro, because Sekiro by the same developers had like you were like a ninja, so you had lots of mobility, 
you're jumping around like crazy. Mm. And you can kind of do that here again, but it does really feel like the more refined Dark Souls. And I'm so, so excited about that. I was already hyped because I'm a huge Dark Souls fan. And um, I loved my time so much that I almost pre-ordered the game, which I really never do. Yeah. Last time I pre-ordered the game was like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I almost did it. I might still do it. Because also I played for like four hours and I missed tons of shit. Like I watched some videos by famous Dark Souls YouTubers showing off everything that's in the game. Oh yeah, here, and while we're watching, you can see this camp. Mm, okay. So you also have like a telescope and can yeah. scope it out. You can't mark enemies or something. It's not as commodified yeah, as in yeah, a yeah. Far Cry game. But you can sneak around and stuff, and it's really, really cool. And yeah, um, I'm super, super hyped for this game. It's coming out, uh, I think, February 24th or something. Late yeah. February. Yeah. And I'm so, so excited. And I'm really And so what it. would you say to someone who, you know, I, I, li- I like Dark Souls. I'm not someone who's going to suddenly be like, oh, I'm going to play every Dark Souls game. Um, but I, li- I like Dark Souls and I like open world games within reason. I don't like these overly huge things. Um, well, like, well, what, what are the main selling points here? I think it's... Um well, the thing about Dark Souls was that even though it was very tough um, and it was quite linear, it was still an RPG, so you could um, really shape your character yeah. how you want. And in this game, you have even more um, possibilities in doing so because you have much, a much wider tool set. And you can really um, uh, impose your own playstyle on this game. Also, because there's tons of different spells and stuff and weapons and every weapon feels completely different and it's kind of more the more open nature i think um gives you also more possibilities to not get stuck because that's always a big problem with like dark souls where it's like you get stuck on a boss that's it like you you have to get past him yeah (coughs) so um you have to either just somehow get through it or level up and grind to get um, better. Whereas here, I got stuck on a boss. It was very hard, and I just went somewhere else because there's this big open where you can just go to other places. Like eventually, you have to beat him, but you can do like other uh, stuff for ten hours or so before you go back to him. Yeah. Also, because this world is probably going to be huge. Like this was just the opening area, and people have been spending thirty hours in there, yeah. uh, constantly finding new things. That's nuts. So. Um, I think I think um, this openness will um, will make it possible for players. It it, it kind of does feel easier in that sense because it's a tough game. The first enemy you see yeah. in the game is a boss who will fucking wreck your ass. So you need to sneak past him, mm-hmm. and it already did a really good job of showing you how to how to play in that world in that in that way. So if you if you do like especially Breath of the Wild. I would oh. highly recommend this. If not, even if you like, I think, I think even if you like like a Far Cry Horizon, you can you could possibly get into this because it's not going to be as handholdy. It's not. There's no checklists. You do still have to like really get everything yourself, but it it's much easier to do that because of the open world. I think because of how well they designed it. Yeah, and also the horse is fucking great. Yeah, I mean, horse. like, from watching it, the horse does look pretty cool. 
I mean, I, I like what you said about Shadow of the Colossus because yeah. I think that that's one of just my favorite games. I love that game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there are certain things about this that I really like. Um, I like the aesthetic. I like the... Um, it looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like this kind of genre. Yeah. Um, so... No, it should be nice. I've been a bit teasy about it, but yeah. you know, I, I am actually genuinely excited to. I, I do get it though because it, it is very similar to Dark Souls, but I am pretty confident that if if they keep this level of quality up that I've seen here in the demo for the entire game, that this will be the best one yeah. they've made of this kind of game, like quite easily. You see, there's a there's a scene of you just riding around on a horse and like yeah. you're just doing that through the through this like broken world. Amazing. It reminded me a lot of Shadow of the Classes. But then, but then, of course, you, you actually have things to do <laughs> in this game. <laughs> Doesn't look like there's any fall damage. There's very little fall damage. Okay. Uh, which is very good because you actually have like platforming and stuff because of the jumping. Yeah. Um, because in Dark Souls you had quite punishing fall damage and here it's, it's, it's reduced greatly so to invite exploration. Yeah, Because you can course. just jump about. But yeah. So... Eldering, fantastic. Absolutely. I, I Absolutely. love it. I can't wait these three months. And, and I, I can't wait to hear a bit more about it. I think it looks fantastic. So, Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that, Faris. Uh, now, listeners, we do have a little uh, guest segment here today. Um, I'm going to introduce you to a good friend of mine. Um, his name is Faris, and he's going to talk to you <laughs> about Halo Infinite. No. No, he's going to talk to you about Halo, Halo 3. <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about Infinite in a little bit. Um, well, Evan, I'm playing... Is it time for the news segment? No, not yet. Not yet. Because I need to briefly talk about Halo 3. I'm sorry, I'm hogging the mic. Halo 3. Uh, brand new game. <laughs> brand new no, game. I, um, as I've said before, I'm playing for every Halo game in uh, preparation for Infinite. And yes, I, um, since recording our last podcast, I played through the entirety of Halo 3. Mm-hmm. And I almost finished Reach. Um, I think I have like two missions left. Okay. And I didn't manage it because I played too much Forza. I'll be you've honest. You've been busy. <laughs> you've been busy. So you've been you played through all of Halo Three. Yes. Most of Halo Reach. Yes. You twelve played hours like of Forza. Four four or five hours of Elden Ring. Yeah. And twelve hours of Forza. Yeah, I have nothing else. To when do. did you sleep? I didn't. You didn't. <laughs> I didn't sleep very much. Okay. And I have nothing better to do. Uh, and these games are really great. So I'm. I talked about Halo One and Two. I love Two. Had my issues with One, but has up quite well. Two, fantastic. And the remaster with the new cutscenes, fantastic. Three was a bit of a hard birth. Um, I, I think... It did feel like Bungie were kind of like pushing too hard. And, you know, it, it was more than just a baby that came out at the same time. If you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I think... <laughs> I also think... I read that there's like a comic that is between two and three, which I didn't read. Mm. Which maybe. Because I was very oh, it's just a, it's just a comic of of Chief falling. That's the entire thing. Because <laughs> I don't remember the second. How does the second game end? Does he just jump out of the ship? He just right? jumps out of the ship, and then in three he lands. Yeah, I don't know why, but that was so confusing to me. <laughs> it's just like, why the fuck is he? I think I forgot that he's jumping on Earth or something. Yeah. So it's like, why the fuck is he in a jungle? Where are all these humans coming from? Yeah. I I got very confused. And also, I think the first levels are just not good because you're in, in like, a jungle, which doesn't look very great, to be no. honest. And then you're in, like, a military base, which looks horrendous. And then the game opens up a bit. You go to, I think, New Mombasa. Yep. Which is very cool. Already very cool level. And then the flood come in. 
Yeah. And as always in Halo, when things get boring, cue the flood, yeah. <laughs> and everything will be better. And I think really from, from then till for I, me, I would always it was say the that. other way around. It was oh shit, it's a flood level. Is there anything more boring than a flood level? <laughs> I think they got. I, I think they didn't really know what to do with the flood in the first one, mm-hmm. where they really didn't like the libraries. Like horrendous. Oh, I mean, it's famously bad. God, so bad. I can't believe how bad that <laughs> I was. <laughs> Uh, and two, it was kind of it was a little bit better. Um, there was some annoying stuff with the flood, but the end stuff is pretty good. Mm, mm. Even though it's very, it's too hard. And in three, it's again very cool the way they introduced them, and it really shakes things up. Yeah. And I just think from like that's around the middle of the game till the end, like every level is just excellent, and all the stuff with Master Chief and the Arbiter is really cool. And then there's also some nice stuff with Cortana. I kind of I kind of got into that. Yeah. It's very thin. Yeah, but it does work, and it was it was still a lot of fun to play. It's still a really good game. Yeah, I mean, Halo Three is a good game. I think it's an utterly overrated game, but I, I think Two is better. Think, yeah, absolutely. I think Two is is way better. And I might and, think that know, Reach is better. Thank you. I was about to say. Yeah. But we will leave the Reach conversation because I want you to finish Reach because yeah. I want to talk to you about Reach. Maybe next time I will be busier, but maybe I will also finish Halo Four. I, I think so. from what you described to me the other day, I think you can at least finish Reach before next Monday. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, no, I would definitely finish Reach, uh, and I will pop into Halo Four. I'm also really interested. We should definitely talk about Halo 4 as well because I, I'm also interested yeah. to hear what you think of Halo yeah, 4. Yeah, been having fun with this journey, sure. Absolutely. And you know the next step of this journey? It's time for your daily dose of John News. Without John. So, um... Uh, I I don't know if this counts as news, but there's been there's some stuff we want to talk about. That is why I just sang the news song, Ferris. Yes. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> what did we just talk about, Evan? Halo Three. And you know what's coming soon? Halo. Most obnoxiously obvious name in the universe. Infinite. Yes. Um, there was new gameplay released for Halo Infinite. And also, at the time of this recording, there's a rumor that the Inf- Halo Infinite multiplayer will maybe shadow yeah. drop. I mean, look, I would, um, I have opinions on that. Um, should we talk about well, the gameplay we, first well, we and should, then talk about that? We shouldn't talk about the opinion on whether or not that will happen because by the time this releases... Our opinion on that won't matter. I think it will because uh, we just had a brief off mic mm. where we also talk sometimes. Uh, we had a brief conversation about it, which I think would be worth getting back into. Because yeah. you weren't quite sure if that would be a good idea. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I understood everybody else's argument. Basically, the argument was I argued that I don't think that they're going to release it suddenly now this week um, because uh, obviously Call of Duty came out less than two weeks ago as of recording. Um, and Battlefield was kind of in a out. weird pre-launch state yeah. right now, and it's coming out officially on Friday, the day after this pod drops. Why would you release your multiplayer shooter now? Um, I don't see how that would be a good idea, but I didn't see... But now you guys have talked to me about that. Now I'm kind of like, oh, 
maybe my opinion can be swayed. So what was your argument? Yeah, my argument was um, that it could actually be a really good gamble because, like we said, Call of Duty wasn't a huge success. I mean, still Call of Duty. It still did pretty well. But like we said, it had a pretty, at least in one market, a pretty significant drop in sales. It definitely wasn't a critical highlight. Mm. Like, it wasn't, it was just a bit meh. Like, it wasn't, it no, no one was wild, but no one really yeah. hated it. And I think people may be having a bit of card fatigue. And Battlefield was, it's in a similar, it's in a, it's also in a weird boat where um, there's... There was a lot of hype for that game before, before the beta, and it it still hasn't recovered the sudden hit that it took from the beta. Yeah. Um, even though lots of people have their hands on the games now. And that's a really bad sign, in yeah. my opinion. And I, no one's talking about it. This is the thing. I'm online. I'm on YouTube. I, I understand that I'm not a huge Battlefield guy, so maybe YouTube won't really recommend stuff. But, like, I'm reading IGN. I'm jumping on everywhere. Who's talking about this game? I, I I've seen only I've only seen it on on Waypoint, which I highly recommend. By the way, great gaming site. Mm. Um, talk about it, and they were very negative about it. They were very negative yeah. about it, and um, they also because because the the guy who reviewed it is uh, like a huge Battlefield fan, and he felt kind of alienated by the game because it was like it kind of tries to do to appease to too many people. Mm. Uh, it's like instead of kind of doing the what Battlefield always did, they they took some stuff from like COD and, and Siege and also kind of um, um, I guess those were the most uh, obvious influences. Maybe even something like Apex with that weird yeah. uh, um, ping system, which felt really strange in the beta. I haven't been able to play the game yet because of the strange uh, release setup. Um, but that's also kind of how it felt. It didn't really feel like a Battlefield game fully. Mm. Kind of felt a bit like a Frankenstein monster of a game. And I think I think it's kind of a confusing product also with the different modes, which some of them seem like something like Portal seems like a great idea. Yeah. But it's, it is also a very confusing launch, and people are kind of feel like confused by the game. Yeah. And I also feel confused about it. And we'll we'll have to see how that uh, like does when it comes out mm. but I'm also not seeing a lot of about it and I think my argument for Halo now was though that that's that their direct competition for like a multiplayer game um, is kind of weak right now at least it's definitely not peaking and they um, these rumors come alongside like this 20th anniversary event mm. that Microsoft sold for Xbox and Halo and there's been a lot of like excitement about that, and I think they could like really um, build build that up, like really build the momentum there. Be like, yeah, Xbox is awesome. Halo, everyone loves Halo. By the yeah. way, here's the new Halo. Of course, yeah. And it's free. That's also a huge argument. Sure. Whereas Call of Duty and Battlefield, uh, except yeah. Warzone, but f- the full Halo multiplayer will be free. Which is which actually is nuts. That is actually that's nuts. Amazing. Like that's a, it, yeah. I mean, I I think that in terms of quality and in terms of um, overall success, I mean, I feel like Halo is definitely on track this year. We haven't had a Halo since Halo Five. Halo Five wasn't so good, so it's kind of been. I mean, I really like Halo 4, Halo Four, um, but if you don't include the Master Chief Collection, 
um, and a lot of people didn't like Halo 4, then it's been a good decade since a Halo game that yeah. everybody loved. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I loved Halo 4. The last game that everybody was raving about was Halo Reach. Reach. Yeah. Um, obviously not including <laughs> the Master Chief Collection. So I think that this could actually be a real good opportunity for Free for Free to show, hey, actually, we've we gone and done it. Balls. You know? We've gone and done it. We've made a great Halo. Yeah. And... Well, I, I'm, we'll have to wait and see if it comes out early and also how it will be. I've heard a lot of positive um, impressions from the betas. And it just uh, looks player. so good. I mean, yeah. like we're watching gameplay as we're recording yeah. this and it just it just looks like it, Halo. It really looks good. It looks like yeah. Halo. It looks like it plays like Halo. Um, it doesn't have this like weird grittiness of Halo 5. Um, and... <sighs> You know, think, like, yeah. it, it just looks... I, I'm really excited, especially for the campaign. Yeah, uh, so we're watching the gameplay that um, got released um, late last week, I think Thursday night. Um, sh- short impression of... I think this is, uh, like, early in the game. This is, like, um, shortly after the opening. Yeah. And it's really interesting because so far, uh, all we've seen was mostly focused on, like, the open world stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. you have a map now. You can choose where you go. Um, which can work really well because what I'm experiencing now with Halo is that it was always a pretty open game and you had yeah. you had your vehicles and especially Reach is fantastic at this where the, the you have like a certain level but it's very open and you can yeah, you come can. from different angles. And, and you can go, if you if you go oh hang on I want to go have a closer look at that building you can yeah. go back basically the yeah. whole way in most of the maps. And if they actually make like put that into like a good fun open world setting that could mm. be so so good. And it looks much better than it did when they... Do you remember when they first showed it? And oh, yeah. And it became like a meme and they delayed the game because... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The reception was so negative and it looks much better. And like you say, it looks like Halo, which I'm experiencing now. The great thing about the original sequels, like the trilogy, for example. Yeah. Like the great thing about Halo 2 was that it was... That it took what Halo 1 did and didn't change the core of it. It refined it. You had a few more guns, a few more new enemies. Yeah. And like one or two new vehicles, and that was like kind of enough, for, and, and like a completely new uh, <laughs> set of levels. Yeah, and that's like that worked so fantastically. Whereas I feel like, especially with Halo Five, I think um, to try to change things up maybe a bit too mm-hmm. much. And mm-hmm. um, if they can keep the core gameplay to really feel like Halo, but make it look amazing, which at least in the videos it does. Yeah, and then put in a fun open world. This could be like a real. This could, this be, could be really a classic great. game. This could be really. I, I mean, I, I, I'm really like excited. For this yeah, game. I'm. I'm also very I, excited. Like, I think more than any other game this year, to be honest, which is really saying something. Because I mean, yeah. I don't really get excited for games that much <laughs> anymore. Because I mean, to be fair, this year hasn't been great. There's um, been some good stuff. Been, yeah, but there've been the a couple big of games, good things, but the, most of the like uh, AAA games have been disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been really enjoying Far Cry. It's probably the first new new game but other than that my favorite gaming experience that came out this year was a re-release of a classic trilogy of games known as mass effect um which was yes. an amazing re-release but you know those games yet again came out like a decade ago so yeah they are quite old um, so yeah yeah hey, it, we looks we, we think it looks great and i i'm I, so I, excited I just watching the watching the fucking gameplay just gets me hyped i'm so excited for this I, game. I i want the multiplayer now yeah Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news for you now. This isn't really breaking news because the podcast, you know, is is a couple days late. But um, 
we just wanted to quickly pop in a little snippet here. Uh, I was wrong. Faris and the boys were right. As usual. Halo Infinite's multiplayer is now out. I'm so excited. I want to play it right now, but I can't. I know, right? Uh, <sighs> I think I think that's going to be a good move. Yeah. Like I said, and I I think it's really exciting. Um, the guy who did the the creative director of Fear Free looks like a Halo character, by the way. Yeah, he does. And he really does. Yeah, I'm very big, white, fluffy beard. Uh, I'm gonna try to play it until next podcast. Yeah, I, I will as well. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about how how it plays there. Yeah, and I'm very excited to see the reception of this. Amazing, fantastic, yeah. interesting move for sure. In, super interesting move. And you know what? What's also that I didn't think of before? A really, really good move here is that this is going to get people really hyped for the campaign because they'll be able to feel how the game plays. Yeah. No. And Halo always feels good. I don't know about Five. If I, I won't play it because it's on a PC. I didn't play much of Five. It was it was a very boring game, so I kind of stopped after a couple of campaign levels. To be honest, I think the multiplayer was pretty good, but yeah, no, this is really exciting. I'm super keen to jump in and see how it goes. Holy shit! Right. This is this is big news. So Jeff Keighley, uh, God bless him, a legend of the industry, is saying it's a beta. So yeah. it's like basically like an open beta until the release. Amazing. Wow. Um, Good move. I said, do you remember, weeks ago, I said they should have an open beta. Which they should. Which this basically is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. Big news. Yes. Yeah. Halo just went Yeah, we, yeah, saw yeah, we just saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of excitement already in this office. It's quite, <laughs> quite unbelievable, yeah. Pe- we, people storming the studio to inform us. John, who's in, insanely busy with Battlefield, just popped his head in to say, Hey, guys, the, uh, the, the, pod, the, the, the Halo, blah, 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 Halo is out, guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the excitement is palpable. It's in the air. Yeah, it really is. Fantastic. So, yeah, interesting. I was excited. I think people have been for a Halo in a very long time. Yeah, and, and, and you know, good, good on them because they had a tough time yeah. with this. And they, not to like, um, you know, I, I still haven't played their games. I mean, but I, they've not been very well received. I read an article by a popular gaming outlet, which won't be named because oh, yeah. uh, you should I check out tr- earlygame.com. Um, I but uh, it talked about it was an interview with one of the, I think the creative producers of the game or something like that, um, where he basically said that he was really sad and about the way that the game was announced originally and the yeah. original reception. Um, that he's really happy how it's now turned out, but he's has a lot of regrets for that initial reveal. So, I mean, I I don't remember. I actually legitimately don't remember the the outlet that I read that on, but. Um, <laughs> Jump on Google and have a look because that was quite I, an interesting. I saw article. something. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. And it is. It, it was a shame because it was like really badly received, and yeah. it really it just didn't look good. No. And good on Microsoft also to give them the time. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, it, it looked. It. Do you remember when it was like announced that Halo would be? Because it was supposed to be a launch game for this yeah. Xbox Series. I mean, it was announced that it was um, delayed. It was like, ah, uh, a lot of people getting very worried about mm, it. Mm. But ultimately, it was a very good move. Like, uh, Well, we, we will see, we'll see. Uh, probably. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely a good move to give them more time. Like, if they, if they actually made the game amazing or not, we will see. But I'm sure it will be, it will be better than it would have been if it came out a year ago. Absolutely. Obviously. Yeah. Like, like Miyamoto said, 
a bad game is bad forever. Exactly. And and it and we don't want that, especially not yeah. from a game like Halo. But you know what a bad game is, Evan, according to oh many people. Oh my god. <laughs> Our last topic for today. Grand Theft Auto Trilogy. No, no, <coughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition. Terrible name, I'm sorry. But also, you know what was also terrible about it? Pretty much everything. Pretty much. <laughs> um... Rockstar, you used to be like this, like gods. great, like gods of the industry. You know, like releasing these incredibly. I think we were talking about this earlier, and the the only game that we can really think of that had a rocky, you know, the only Rockstar game that had a rocky launch was like f- for ages was probably GTA Online way back yeah. in the day, and that's obviously now a redemption. Which is yeah, now a money printing machine. Of a yeah. Game. Um, so it was, was never a bad game, but launched pretty poorly. I mean, can... Oh, Look geez, at this. You, <laughs> so I'm pulling up some clips that have made the rounds um, since the launch of this game, which uh, if you're on uh, gaming spheres on Twitter, I'm sure you've seen. Um, what I'm really shocked with here, and I rarely use this word, you use it very regularly, I don't, yeah. is some of the graphical stuff, because I think I think what they went for is in parts very cool. Like, I saw a gameplay of Vice City and say, okay, they made the game look very cartoony. Yeah. You might like that or not, but I think they, they, they for the most part, pulled it off quite well. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, like, to go to back to an old game um, that obviously doesn't have the best graphics in terms of modern standards and go, okay, well, how can we... Short of doing a complete remake of the game, how do we which make is this technically, look better? It, yeah. it, um, to to explain, like um, basically, uh, the game uses the uh, old codes from twenty year old code from these games, but yeah. it's put into Unreal Engine four, um, which apparently caused some problems. Um, I mean, the graphical stuff is really bad. Look, the rain effect I think has been one of the most commonly cited things. I mean, look look at this. Yeah. This looks horrendous, and like you can see it, it's like completely undynamic. Like it's like just mapped onto a specific. It looks like a visual filter. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it looks really horrible. Some of the lighting stuff, and um, I saw actually like a um, positive example here. Some of the environmental stuff, like it looks really good. Yeah, like that looks really good, and some of the characters are so fucked. Like. Uh, some of the we've seen here a, a, a tweet with a couple of deformed like literally just deformed characters yeah um, and I don't understand really how that happened except the only excuse I have is that they rushed this yeah like this really feels like something they should have polished much more than it came up because this has been such a mess and then there's been also a lot of other stuff with like the music and it, and uh, <sighs> it has been very very negatively received and I kind of get why it's a it's a it's a big shame to be honest like uh, I, it does make me kind of sad because I mean whilst you know I I famously was very annoyed about the whole announcement yeah. of this bloody thing because they should just release a new fucking game yeah for once they're working on a new game um but you know. <sighs> These are beloved games. These are games from 20 years ago that were, like, genre-defining. 
Yeah, and everybody loves these games. I love these games. GTA love San Andreas games. is one of my all-time favorite video games. Same with Vice City. I mean, both of those games, incredible. And then, obviously, GTA 3, maybe it's not one of the series' favorites, but... It is a it is stone-cold classic. It, absolutely. Absolute classic. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a really big shame. And I, I think that it's really interesting that... Uh, they had to take the bloody game down on launch day. Yeah, that was that was really strange. Um, so, at least on PC, um, the the game was taken off the Rockstar launcher, mm-hmm. and um, you could buy it still on console. I think, as far as I've seen, I mean, Rockstar here have tweeted like a standard like, "Oh, thank you for your patience. We want to do the best." Blah blah blah. Tweet, yeah. but they haven't really said why they pulled the game. I saw I saw multiple uh, possible theories. Um, one is, well, one thing that's definitely true is that they left old code in the game. Yeah, which caused some problems because like I think the, the hot you said that the hot coffee yeah, the hot coffee stuff is in the game, which you know if 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 I think we are just at the age where we still like saw yeah. that happening. Yeah. Um, but anyone who's like slightly older than us will definitely remember that because there was such a huge scandal. Yeah. And <laughs> And they just left it in the game. And also there's been stuff about like comments from developers and things like that were just there in the code. And it was just um, um, in the PC version, like people found it. Mm-hmm. But also I just saw a rumor that they forgot or I don't know what happened, but didn't pull uh, the music that they lost the license for. So there was unlicensed Shit. music in the PC version. And also, I heard another rumor, none of this fully confirmed, but most of them probably quite true, that they used, like, mods from people, from, mm-hmm. like... Because GTA always had a really big modding community in PC, and Rockstar made sure before this game to sue the hell out of all of them. Yeah. And then it was rumored that they used some of those mods, though, for this remaster, and oh, kind of um, left, like, some traces of that in the, yeah. in the game. So a lot of like unnecessarily dumb bullshit. I mean, I I think I don't know if it was on the podcast, but I did complain about the music stuff because some of the most iconic songs are missing, especially in San Andreas. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about but this. That we, we were hanging out the other night, and you were talking about yeah, this. Yeah, And uh, yeah, I mean, so as you said, some of the most iconic freaking yeah. thing. Like I don't know. I, I I can't imagine playing San Andreas without hearing now, running down a dream. This might sound a little bit petty. Yeah. Tom Petty. Yeah. Um, great, great musician. Yeah. Um, Not in the game anymore. <laughs> no, exactly. But Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the, definitive. the definitive edition, yeah. for God's sake. Are you still on that? It's so annoying. It annoys the shit out of me. Every time I have to write an article about this game, like, like look at this. This is a Polygon article that we're looking at. And the name of the game basically takes up an entire fucking line. Like In full screen. They did it well, though, with the with the hive and everything. Well structured. No, <laughs> no. It should be Grand Theft. If you're gonna have these these rel- these different you know naming conventions, you need to. It needs to be Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy definitive edition, not the trilogy, the definitive or edition. The definitive you don't trilogy. need the second. Yeah, or the definitive trilogy. Perfect. Everyone knows there's no other trilogy. That's the trilogy in GTA. Like. Why the fuck? <laughs> It's such a mess. And like you say, it's really weird for them to do this. They kind of... Yeah. I mean, they had the whole, like, 20 years anniversary 
just like Halo. Yep. <laughs> and unlike Halo, they didn't write that enthusiasm very well at all. No. Which kind of makes me wonder why they fucked this up so badly, because surely they knew. Because people have been talking about remastering or remaking these games for, like... Decade? Yeah. <laughs> Literally decades. At, at least one yeah. decade. Insane. So it's like, how how can you... Um, how can this happen that you release this basically unfinished product? Like, from what I've seen, we also have to say neither of us played it, so we can't, like, judge the new gameplay or whatever. But um, from from what I've seen, it just looks so unpolished. Like, it looks yeah. like they could have done with at least, like, another half a year. This one is fucking hilarious, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's like selfie on a bike. But it's not supposed to be like that. It's just supposed to look back. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's such a mess. And like I say, it is really sad because this could have been incredibly cool. Yeah. And it's not even about like the style or what they changed. If they if they like did that style, which I think looks so fine in most parts, when it works, when it's not like deformed monstrosities yeah. of characters, it, it kind of works. And some better lighting effects and stuff. Like the explosions look good and things like that. If they do that and just nail it and then yeah. polish up the gameplay a little bit, that would have been like more than enough. You could have even, because they did do quite a lot of work in putting this into a new engine. I'm I'm not even fussed about charging like sixty or seventy dollars for this, because it's no, like I mean, three big games, three massive games. I think it's okay to charge that amount. Um, read my column from last week where I talked about how actually video games are very reasonably priced for what yeah. they are. Um, actually, maybe a bit underpriced. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, yeah, that that was my entire argument. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think uh, my argument was basically, you know, like this is how much GTA Five costs to make, which is like two hundred fifty million dollars. Yeah. I think it's perfectly reasonable for them to be charging sixty, seventy bucks for these games. You know, yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a different. Like that would have been fine if there there wouldn't have been all these. Not just problems, but just like straight up like fuck ups and like weird messy situations they yeah. put themselves into. Like it's really confusing. And I don't and um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fact check this, but um I sh- I saw this. I'm pretty sure it's like the the lowest rated game of, of the year on, on Metacritic at least. Um which is quite 0.5 user, user score. score. I mean, I understand that they review bomb, but, like, that's pretty bad. Even for review bombing, this I is I mean, like, bad. what was that? Um, 3,178 ratings, yeah. and your average is 0.5. I that there are no critical reviews. There will be, but, I mean, it's three right. big games, right? It's a lot to get through, and the critics didn't get access to it until the day it came out. Yeah, that is, that, that is true, and it's also always a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's... I mean, that was a bad sign for us with Vanguard, for example. We didn't get the codes until... Look at the best-rated game of the year. It's Forza Horizon 5. Play Forza Horizon 5. 91, that's very good. It's like playing GTA, but just in a car. Yeah. And, and what, without guns. What's, um, what's Vanguard? It's not on here. Ah, but guess what is on there, Faris? Eastward. Eastward. Another great game. Amazing game. I think this is the part where we slowly fade out, right? Uh, uh, do we it have anything fun. else to talk about? No, okay. just to uh, wish our reviewers. Uh, reviewers. Cut. Our reviewers. Wish, wish. Can you talk? I wish all our viewers a nice time. 
stay healthy. I hope that you're enjoying Halo. Uh, infinite. Infinite. Halo. I'm in talking general. about. I'm talking to the users now. Virus. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I fucked this up multiple times. Yeah, I'm I like know. Rockstar. I know. Yeah. I'm the rockstar of this podcast. You are the um, the rock. To uh, your star. To my star. No, I was gonna say like you're you're weighing down this conversation. I don't know. Like it was bad. This was the early game podcast episode 14. We talked Halo, Elden Ring, Call of Duty, Forza Horizon 5. Five. And GTA. GTA, the trilogy, the definitive edition. The five best games of this year. <laughs> well. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a nice time, everyone. Play Forza, play some great video games. Play Elden Ring when it comes out in three months. Absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy. No, I'm gonna, Have fun. I'm gonna... Penis. Penis, indeed. I'm gonna refresh this. I'm on Game Pass. So. I, have my, I have my shift tomorrow, so I can come in the morning playing Halo. Are you, where are you going to play it? Uh, Game Pass. On PC. On PC. You have, a, like, a decent PC, right? Yeah, but also you stream it, right? You, can, can't, you, you stream can't stream it? Yeah, but it's, like, the more expensive and the Game Pass Ultimate. I think the Honorable has that. I'm using Honorable.